0: start to, start to multiply in front of me. And I go, okay, I not mean, all right, this is not good. They um, will get fired, they we'll do get kicked out of school, we'll they do blacklist me.
1: Have you ever wondered what it's like to be an actor? How the actor prepares for a role? Places call. This is your 15 minutes, places called Act 2, 15 minutes, places call. Welcome to the Actors After Dark Podcast, a safe space created by the actors for the actors. In this show, we will take a journey with the actors, discussing their stories, processes, and lives as thespians. We will learn about the theater, the ins and outs and do's and don'ts to acting, But most importantly, we will engage with the actors themselves to get all the questions you've ever wanted to ask answered. Come on and join us inside the Actors After Dark. Actors After Dark. Actors After Dark. To the Actors After Dark. We are excited to have you here today. And we just want to start off today's podcast by sharing some, you know, fun facts about the theater with you. All right. So, a cue is a signal for the actor to enter the stage or to begin the performance. Today, in our episode, we have an interesting human being. I don't even know how to describe this individual, so I will allow him to
0: express who he is to you guys. That's my cue? Okay. (laughs) Hi, I'm Rajiv, Rajiv Matis. I'm an educator at the secondary level. I'm a thespian. Uh, I have skills in the areas of directing, choreographing, acting playwriting, and recently due to COVID nineteen, you know we have to find new ways to create. I started dabbling in screenwriting. Um, I have interest in culture, in ethnography. I have interest in marginal mar- marginalisation groups are marginalised. So when I create, I try to focus on those on those persons. Um generally i'm a fun jovial person that's me that's already you yeah okay so what do you refer to um refer to yourself as i call myself a data practitioner everything concerning data i will do and i can do so the first thing you that person would think about when they when they talk about data is actors so if it comes down to acting hand me a script I'll play a role. If it comes on to design, I'll, I'll structure a, a set on paper. And if it comes on to the hard work, I'll come in and put in work to actually create a set. Costumes, if it comes on to choreographing, I will choreograph something. If it comes on to writing, I'll write something. So everything that is data everything that is in the creation the making of data I'll engage myself in because it's just what I do. It's my passion, it's what I enjoy. Okay, great. Tell us um, where you're from. I am from a place in Jamaica called Linstead in the parish of St. Catherine. Growing up in Linstead, I've, I've had experiences as a teenager, and um, those experiences ha- have helped to shape the artist I am today. Um, experiences concerning marginalization, experiences concerning homophobia, Experiences concern concerning how boys are raised, and so all those experiences help to form what I do today in my art. For example, I'm interested. One area that I'm interested in is in is how we how we deal with our boys in our know, in today's society, and um I think it's a great it's a great cons I'm not so right here. It's, it should be a great concern for, for, for everybody when it comes on to masculine, masculinity and or ideology as well, unique of what masculinity is and what it should be. I think it's very problematic and
1: it needs to be addressed. And so in my creation, in my art, that's what I'm trying to do. And do you believe that theatre does that? It gives you that opportunity yeah. to expand that expression or to, um, to delve deeper into um, addressing those issues? Yeah. Yes, I believe that. And, and when when did you make a conscious decision or when did it happen upon you that theatre was it? Theatre was what
0: you wanted to do? I, it's not really a decision that I made. It's just something that I started doing. I, I started doing theatre. I started doing drama in the eighth grade in high school. And it's something that I just I engaged in and I enjoyed it. And I did it continuously until, I guess... The question was unconsciously asked, what are you going to do with your life? And it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't anything big that I had to make a decision to say, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. It was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. So I'm just going to continue doing this. It was straight Edna Manley after high school. So everything
1: just fell into place, fell into place from place. Um, eighth yeah. grade, you know? Yeah coming up. There was no definite point. I really love that. That's interesting. And thank you for sharing um, with us on the note about, you know, your perspectives in um, theater and how you tackle um, social issues using your art. I just wanted to find out from you, what do you do outside of acting? What do I do outside of acting? Yes.
0: That's, that's, a, that's a hard question. I, I don't do anything outside of acting. That everything I do it has to do with the theater. I don't really do anything outside of the theater. Even if I should say, okay, outside of the space of the theater, I teach. I'm an educator. What I teach is drama. So everything in my life concerned is surrounded by theater.
1: Interesting. So you're not know, going to play no football, you're not going to play ball, you know, no. No, kick, nothing. No. And are not involved in an extracurricular, nobody, no. You wrote a rap, no, not,
0: not I. <laughs> okay, everything <laughs> is <laughs> concerned. Even with if I should to get and say, I'm going to volunteer the way I'm going to volunteer is going to it, 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 it's going to fall under some kind of uh, facilitation with drama, some kind of it, it of the some kind of epic it, it's going to come under under that. It's going to end up it's going to come back full circle.
1: So Rajiv, you're telling me that outside of acting you do nothing else. You must have an only volleyball, playing
0: one on kickball, nothing? I do not. Outside of acting, any other thing that I do would be the same art. For example, in my spare time, I, I paint and that's it. Mm, it's complete
1: art. So you are have makeup art. Makeup art. Yeah, that's interesting. Coming from an actor, an actor doesn't only go on stage and share, but they're also visual artists, they're also choreographers. And um, I have a quote here from you, Rajiv I see it as a way to grow in theater, and I love anything theater. That was from an article in The Gleaner about the woman's woe or a woman's woe. What is that about or what was that about really?
0: A woman's woe. So uh, as I said before that I I take interest in groups that are marginalized. Uh, So also females, anything that has to do with females, I love it. Anything that has to do with women, I love them. So uh, a woman's woe was a dance piece done for NDTZ, National Dance Theater Company in 2015 for their Young Choreographers show. Not 2015. 2015. Not 2015. In 2017. Yes, 2017. 2017. 2017. My bad. The brain gets old. <laughs> uh, so After learning so much lines, huh? Okay, continue. <laughs> for their Young Choreographers showcase. And it was a piece that told that the tale of a young girl who was raped by her father, who who was a pastor. And uh, she, 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 with the rape and everything, she lost herself. But somehow she found by herself with the support of other women around her. So the moral of the piece was to say to women, you know, you have to support each other. You have to be there for each other. Um, the piece used revivalism and poetry. Uh, yeah, it was a good piece. That work told me that I didn't have to only stay in, in the context of drama. But I can I can I can move my boundaries into choreography. That, oh, I have some skills in this. So this is what I'll do. I'll I'll dabble in drama, I'll dabble in choreography, I'll dabble in writing, I can I can do anything that I want.
1: Okay, yeah, great. Um, we're gonna get a little personal now. Tell us about your first um, failed audition. What
0: was that like? My first wow, my first failed audition. Well, I know. If I go back the archives, um, hmm.
1: fir-
0: I don't know if this is the first.
1: The one that the, is closest it's, it's, it's to The one really that I, can, I, can, the I,
0: can, I can't remember. <laughs> I auditioned for Quilt. Never got through. Marie, Marie, I'm sure I remember, remember what I did. I think I did, I, I did a monologue from the play God's Door. So, I auditioned with a monologue from the play God's Door by Russell Watson, right? Russell Watson. And it was Keith's monologue. And I, it, it shared with me, it mashed up my meds real good after, after I didn't get through. Because then it begs the question with self and self-esteem, you know, why, why am I going get through? Why, why is it that I'm not good enough? And if I can't get through to that audition, which other audition make may, 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 may get through it. And so it did something for me where it made me afraid of auditions. Mm. But then through, through growth, through different experiences and written, seeing other persons and talking to different persons, you, know, you understand that not everything is yours. Some things will pass you in life and something you will get. I'm working on the auditions as a director. Come through, actor. Okay, nice, nice. Uh, Sure,
1: I mean, you've been doing um, a lot of work since then. So, of course, you would have been able to be successful, be successful in other um, auditions. Another one that's quite tricky for you, you don't have to reveal the name of this individual, but what was the worst note you ever received from a director? The worst note I've ever received from a director, a
0: director that I'm in love with, in love with her up to the day um she shouted at me do you think it was justified yes in the moment i didn't think it was because i guess we all were under pressure in the for the rehearsal period and i but now i'm outside of that i can i can step back and say okay she was in the direct and Frustration and everything you want the show to come to, to come place to come to together. I can understand that. Um, I, that I was a target for, you know, for her for her rage. Uh, and I'm not going to remain upset, upset with, with, with her for that. Because it is a process and, you know, emotions flare. And Pierre Lemire usually said that there is no sorry in theater. There is no thank you. you have, you're doing a show, you just have to grab and go. After the show done, we can come back and, you know, smooth things out. But we're good this day. We're we're good in love with her. Okay. That's good. Um, what is one
1: thing about acting or theatre that is um a myth out there or something that you know is a superstition about theatre that you would like to erase?
0: I would love to erase the the idea that theatre is demonic. I've I've come across persons who, who told me that they wouldn't see a show. Or they wouldn't take part in the process of data because oh, we're 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 embracing other other people and taking on other characters and we take on spirits by, 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 by doing that. While I must say yes, it's spiritual, I, I don't believe that it's something evil or demonic or quote unquote dangerous. Um I think it's a process where we get to learn. Learn, learn different sides of ourselves, discover different parts of ourselves, discover uh, different aspects and perspectives in, in, in life as, as an actor. I think, I think theatre is the ultimate tool for self-discovery. Okay. So the, the myth that, oh, you know, going into yourself and coming out to yourself and taking on another person that is demonic, I would like to you know, pull that out.
1: What is something that people seem to misunderstand about you.
0: You can't, how do I say this? You can't read my initial intentions by my face or my body. Okay. My body is loud. I was told by by one of my lecturers, Marvin George, he told me that um, even I don't want to say something, my body says it. And so, because my body is low, my body gesticulates and you know move. Persons sometimes misread me. Even when I don't mean harm, but I'm giving a correction or I'm uh, giving some sort of encouragement or something, it may come off wrong because of my face or my body. Mm. When really, you know, I'm just a kind (laughs) soul.
1: Interesting. Now, if you could have a billboard with anything on it,
0: what would it be and why? It would say, it would say Reggie Mattis, the realist." Because my aim in life is to always be true and to be real in everything that I do. Um, because I think that's the, that's, that's the best way to do life. Mm. Is, is honesty. It's just being raw and true. Though it can be dangerous, people vulnerable, mm-hmm. and all of that. But I think that's the best way to do that. So it's mm-hmm. a regime matches the realist. Mm. That's what you would say. And your photo up there and everything? I photo up there and everything. Okay. okay. You know, Lovely.
1: Uh, With lights on it and I think. Probably looks pretty, man. Pretty old. Interesting. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> the realest. <laughs> regime <Rajiv laughs> matches the realest. Love it. No, Regime. Tell me about the happiest moment in your life, the happiest moment in your life. It may take a minute to think about it, but tell me about the happiest moment in your life and, you know, why was that moment the happiest moment
0: for you? Happiest moment in my life? I don't think I can pinpoint pinpoint it as the happiest moment because there are moments, but one of the happiest moments in my life was walking across Enderman League stage on graduation day and hearing my mother scream out my name mm. to know that, yes, come through, and um, make our road. That was one of the that moments in my life. I mean, you know, accomplishment, you know, because Edna was, not a, was not an easy journey. I could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and just finishing that, you know, vision that, that aspect of your life to go into something new, it was just fulfilling, you know. Um, completion. Yeah, I was happy to tears. Mm, lovely. Great. And I and
1: I really loved you how you encapsulated it in saying that your mother was able to see you walk across that stage and be proud of you knowing that you have done so much um in your tenure at Vietnam. Okay. Big up Miss Gillette. Big up Mr. Gillette. Anyway to today Miss Gillette big up yourself. Nice. Um and and this may come back to be the same thing, but Miss Gillette, but who has been the biggest influence in your life and why?
0: Really the biggest influence in my life, even if I didn't realize this um, until recent, Mm -hmm. would be my mother. Mm. Why is that? Because I realized that even when we're at odds, even when we don't see eye to eye, Mm -hmm. she was always my biggest support. Okay. And unconsciously, everything that I do, I take her into account. Mm. So even when I know that I'm going against her will, Jesus, no, I do go against her will. (laughs) I know that I'm going against her will. There's there's a side of my brain that is still saying, hey, you know, don't don't rub anything in her face. Don't. I I take her, I, I value her opinion. I value. I value how she, how my actions will make her feel, mm-hmm. and uh, my outcomes, how it will affect her. The things that I do, yeah, I always take her into account. So okay. she inspires me to, you know, do this, like this, don't do that, do that. Mm-hmm. But the end of the day, it's still my decision.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, Miss Juliet, big of said. Again, one more time. What one memory would you like to hold on to for forever? Yeah, because of
0: no matter no they Yeah, we're inside the
1: Actors After Dark and we're here to learn about the actors.
0: What memory in life I'd like to hold on to? They'll come back. I think they'll come back to my mother. Mm. I think they'll come back to my Miss Juliet, yeah, what will I wait over here. The memory in life that I that I come back to is um my mother expressing to me how much she loves me. And Mm. that is because growing up sound effects. (laughs) that is because growing up, um she has okay, so she has always done her best and she, she needs an education and so she always pushes into the area of education, you know, I, but emotionally, oh, how do I say this? She was growing as well, learning how to love me as her last boy child. And I was, I was not like any of my siblings. It is special, special bad. Special bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, emotion, so emotionally, we weren't always on the same accord so me, for me to tell her, growing up, for me to tell her that I love, I was always emotional, but for me to tell her that I love her, it would, it would be kind of, it would feel weird for me as a boy. And so, and so it creates fear. But since of recent, with recent years, it's been growing closer and closer. And then I had a moment where she expressed to me that she loves me and I'm her son. And that for me, that, that do something for me. That, that just, that kind of break away some barriers and tools on some walls and just, I could just tell her the same thing. I love you, mommy, you know? Yeah, that's my girl. If I could put my life in a song, it would be I'm the Greatest Star, sung by Barbara Streisand in the movie On Girl.
1: the greatest star I am by no one
0: knows it. That's why I was born. I'll blow my horn
1: till someone blows it. I'll a black light up like the light, right up like a black light. I'll flicker than flare.
0: Alright, you know what I it right? And it's, it's more. It's more of. A, it's a song that, that, that says it doesn't. It doesn't. You know how the usual star is viewed. Mm. I'm a star and I'm this and I'm perfect. It's a song that says I am a star, even though my imperfection. Mm. So that's why I so mad Okay. She just confident.
1: All right. So we as we hash into the other segment of the program, Am um, Rajiv. I want you to think of or give us one tip. For an actor, one tip or something um, useful for us as we go inside the theater, as we work as 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 as, as not sure
0: on Make sure I choose one. Can you say three, four? Humble, settle, listen,
1: and be true. Be true is not a, is not a word. Oh, but... Ah, uh,
0: genuine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you said humble, settle, settle, listen, listen, genuine. and, and truth. Those are the tips from Rajiv Matiz as a thespian. Humble humility. Settle, settle. awareness, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Listen. Listen. So just don't listen only, but be open, right? Be open, that's that. Right. And and true. If true. Sure. Hmm. Interesting. Know yourself. You know you can act if you know yourself. Okay,
1: great. Okay. Okay. All right. So before we go into the next game, we are going to cover this section inside the um, actors after dark called The Actors Confessionals. <laughs> Now with actress Confessionals, oh, cool. what you will do is that you will have to share with us two things that you wish to confess as an actor. Some things that something that happened to you on stage or backstage that you need to confess in this moment. So you know, like you go to the priest and you know you're confessing. We want you to confess two things inside the actor's confessionals.
0: Dear God, mm. dear Jesus Spirit. I should confess now? Yes. Two things. Okay. Let me say, disclaimer, you never do this. Never, ever, never do this. Do not do this with the people I'm sure. All right. Also, a disclaimer, you don't have to share any names. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Do not do this with the people I'm sure. Be professional. Confession, I had a show. I had a dresser and, you know, we were young. Young, growing up. Young, growing up. Had a show. Had a dress rehearsal, and my seniors gave me weed brownies to eat. Give you what? Weed brownie. <laughs> Give you a weed brownie. Okay. Yeah. So, so like it was like an hour to dress rehearsal. Show at seven o'clock. Dress rehearsal started started seven. So I got it like six o'clock. So that I, I I had the first the first beat and. Uh, you know, I feel normal, none, none, you know, you know, feeling no balls, no nothing. like, okay, this is cool. I did to taste. good. Just like give me a piece more. I mean, so, low, and at like six thirty, six forty-five, 6.45, and i start to, you know, things start to to become toxic. I'm going I had one of my fellow actors who we were on the stage and them just play with the lights. I just rehearsed them play I with lights, of course, different lights were popping out on stage. We just stay in costume waiting. And one of my fellow actors came before me and he said, "That boy. You're right." And we just remember that they put on the red light and then the light started. To turn at him just started the light in front of me. It started to multiply in front of me. And I'm going, like, "Okay, me not alright. This is not good. I'll um, we'll get fired. They'll get kicked out of school. They're we'll gonna blacklist me." And, and so we try to just breathe it in and uh, but we before we could go any further, before right before the show is to start, um they put on some yellow lights and then we start to see SpongeBob and Sesame Street, you know, like the big number two <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow Sesame
0: Street where the where the two have a hand and the item starts to come out and the theater ceiling. I'm like, Jesus Christ, not really dead. We're dead, we're dead, we're dead, we're dead. Here ended my theater career. Please note everyone. <laughs>
1: Don't do this. <laughs> do, not home home with
0: this. No. do not do this. Do no. not do this. And if you're coming to show and this, they're going to be mad at you. But anyways, I got out of the theater, with, with, with of the theater. and then another, another castmate came to me and I said, Rajiv, you look normal. Because by this, everybody knows what's happening. The lyrics never know, but everybody knows what's happening. And she said, you look normal. You might not feel normal, but you look normal. Nobody knows. And so, cut a long story short, we're going to the play, and right through the play, make me a over, But make me I keep it together, me a hold it together, me, deliver lines and the whole character, until we reach a point where I had to be knocked out in the place, my they knocked me out. I'm like, okay, thank you, Jesus. Oh! oh, I got it. oh he needs some milk! But by the time starts to actually on me, like a bugger answer started crying around me, and I ran out of the theater, off the stage. Oh, Run. in the middle of the show dress rehearsal god is good serve a mighty god it was not a show it was a dress rehearsal (laughs) that's you (laughs) and and that i'm so i I, don't know but i was ashamed of that because that is serious work it's serious serious work and we can't play with the work don't don't do that don't never never don't play don't play with you confession received (laughs) Ah, that's it.
1: That's it. There's nothing else to confess. Ah, you get two opportunities.
0: Confession number two. Um, confession number two. I joked out a play. Joked it out completely. Because she said no, I'm not confessing that. I'm not confessing that. You already started. <laughs> not exactly joking. Though. I took it serious. I did my work. I did the actor's work. I did the craft. But the director, the director was dabbling in something that he was not well informed or researched on. And all the actors were trained in this area, or you know, like something some ball thing. And all the actors were very. Informed about this, everybody knew that the director was doing some sort of misguided. Yeah, and so at a certain point, I just started relaxing. I started relaxing because he was taking talk from nobody. He didn't take talk from anybody. Mm. So usually, in a pay, you, 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 you bring something to the table. You know, you, your director gives you something, give back a director, something. it will tell you more. Yes, I stopped doing that I just kind of just chilled back but at the same time I understood that when I go out on that stage I'm representing myself people start coming and they'll see me and they will not see the director was bad mm-hmm. so I understood that while I'm chilling I still have to do my actor's work my character work so that's a conversation don't do that either like oh not oh, even sound like a bad theater person i really nobody's asking you this is, <laughs> this is a safe space to share I'm really not we're not judging you here okay okay but yeah, I I relaxed throughout that process. I, mm. relaxed. I I stopped trying. I stopped trying to say, oh, you know this, oh, you know that, because I was shut down every time. So I just took back. Okay.
1: Hmm. Thank you. Confession received. All right. What would you do? So I'm going to share two instances, instances with you inside the theater, and you're going to tell me what you would do. All right. The first one is you're on stage acting, and... Someone in the audience has their phone ringing and going off and it keeps going off and off and off. And what is happening is that you are losing your lines and you're forgetting your lines because of this phone call and um, it ringing inside the theater. What would you do? It's are in the Montoya's class. (laughs) Elizabeth Montoya's
0: Stephen. We're in the Montoya's class. You're not that easily thrown off but you learn to deal with the distraction. And we had a lecturer, uh, her name is Kelly Melson, God bless her in which she did know. So you do those person's class, you learn how to deal with distraction. Um, so I wouldn't say that I would be thrown off, 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 but I've been in a situation before and I can do either of two things. I can address it in character or I can just do the play.
1: All right, the situation yeah. is being posed again. You're on stage, you're <laughs> losing lines because of this. I understand your training is there and the information you know, and I, and, I, and I accept your answer, but I want to hear from you what you would do in the moment.
0: In the case somebody's phone is ringing and you are losing with it your line. I was losing character. I can not give you an input. Um, My final year show, was it, I don't remember if it was the show show or if it was the remote but there was an instance where somebody's phone went off and I was in the character of Miss Dutty, because they obeyed you know, who Miss is. a woman and she's big and she, she's very broad. And I had the choice to make the decision because all the style of the, of, the, of the data allowed that to break the fourth wall. I had the choice to make the decision. I wasn't going to address this person in the audience as Miss Dutty or continue. I decided to continue the play
1: and ignore it. I guess, if I'm losing my lines and being thrown up, I will address it in character. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And the next question. You are in a scene with your scene, of course, scene partner. You're there on stage and you're acting. In the scene, you and the scene partner have to kiss. It so happened that during the scene, you both kiss and the scene partner falls to the ground and and is unresponsive. <laughs>
0: what would you do? <laughs> uh,
1: uh, well um
0: what do you say? Um <laughs> uh, you see a giant yeah, and yeah.
1: your scene partner and your scene partner just drop a groan and is
0: unresponsive what would you do? i would brush my teeth the man in there <laughs> um um what would I do? Based on the given circumstances of the play, I would play within that world. Mm. I'd play within that world. Okay. I'd actually have to be smart. I have to be on point. Your act is intelligent, huh? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Mattis. As we are about to exit this episode of The Actors After Dark, I want you to share and check out with us using one sentence or a word, um, sharing inspiration with someone who is listening to this podcast.
0: Your telling- is enough your talent is enough to take you anywhere you want to go continue being in tune with self and the energies around you and again be true be true
1: Alright, and your talent is enough coming from rajiv matis Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you again for joining us inside The Actors After Dark. I'm Walden. See you next week when we enter the life of another despian. Remember, make your roast smile. Thank you for joining us inside The Actors After Dark, a safe space created for the actors by the actors. Join us next time when we will enter the life of another actor inside the After dark. Until then, remember, make your world smile. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Actors after dark. Hi, thank you so much for joining us inside Actors After Dark. We really appreciate you, and we are grateful for the support. We're immensely grateful. We are immensely grateful. But guess what? We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We want to get the opportunity to hear your comments and views. We also (laughs) want to hear your comments and views, and we also want to hear... If you have an actor or actress in mind, right, that you would like to join the Actors After Dark, because, of course, this is a safe space for the actors by the actors, right? So we're going to encourage you to go to Instagram. Yes, Instagram. Go to Instagram, um, Actors After Dark, that is on Instagram. You may go ahead, click the link in our description, and you will find the outlet in which you can share your comments and views with us. Yeah, we want to hear from you. (laughs) Remember, make your world smile.